to IP over coffee, your weekly coffee break where you will learn about the fun part of intellectual property rights. I'm Alena Kapachova and I am Maria Gomez and we are the host of the podcast. In this coffee break, we will provide you with some tips and tricks about intellectual property rights on top of interesting legal cases. Grab your coffee, tea or drink of preference and let's start. Hello, Elena. How are you today? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Very good too. Very good. We have a a, a very, very musical case. Yes, very musical. Well, it's but actually, also a fashion one. Yeah, it's fashion and music all in one. All our passion, passionate <laughs> topics. <laughs> well, for you, fashion is really a passion, but for me, no, not really. <laughs> but I prefer the music. I prefer music. So, but the case is about copyright, which is our both passion. Yeah, we both like copyright. So, uh, let's introduce the case and see um, what is the case about, Elena. Yes, the case is uh, very interesting, involving the American fashion designer Mark Jacobs uh, and the famous uh, American group Nirvana. And I, I believe you all know. And Nirvana and their uh, the famous music they created before in 90s. So and Mark Jacobs uh, was launching a fashion collection two years ago mm-hmm. when something has happened. Actually, exactly more or less two years ago in yeah. November 2018, Mark Jacobs launched this um, fashion collection called uh, Bootleg Redux Grunge. So what is exactly bootleg? If you're not in fashion and if you're not sure, you're yeah, not in grunge music. <laughs> yeah, that's that's mostly related uh what I know the word bootleg is from, from the Nirvana unofficial recordings of their performances mm-hmm. when they were distributed quite, it became very popular. So bootleg is basically something not official, not approved by their rights owner, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, nowadays it's actually used also in the merchandise industry as a copy. It's a fake uh, copy, could be considered a bootleg. So it's funny how this word was more for unauthorized recordings and came now into unauthorized uh, products. So yes, but is it was it already considered as unauthorized? So that is the question because the case is not resolved yet. Well, it's not. It has been appealed, but we will get there later on. So what is this case exactly about? So Nirvana uh, and Mark Jacobs, well, actually Mark Jacobs got inspiration into Nirvana's uh, grunge scene and created a collection with one thing that, well, is very, very Nirvana style. And is that he was creating this clothing, like T-shirts, sweaters, even socks, with a black bra- uh, background. background. Yeah, yeah. And on top of that black background, there was a yellow smiley face. This smiley face is very similar to the happy face that Nirvana has in pretty much all the products or merchandise. Yes, you uh, might have already seen that quite often. And you uh, you could spot this. Um, this has became a kind of a trademark, rec- very recognizable sign of Nirvana. Yeah, it's not uh, a trademark. We'll yeah, get there. Yeah. But it's interesting because let's let's describe how Nirvana's happy face looks like. Yeah, yeah. That's just a smiley face uh, with um, uh, with a tongue 
uh, on their side. And it's used in this specific yellow color on the black background. Uh, first, it was used in 1992 on a poster. And then, yeah. and then later, uh, Nirvana as a company already registered this as, as a copyright, which we will talk a bit later. And yeah. uh, was it different on their Marc Jacobs collection? Or he, did he use the specifically smiley face? So the smiley face was so similar that the only difference you can actually see is that the eyes are different. So instead yeah. of two X as the eyes, like mm-hmm. on, Nir- on Nirvana's de- uh, design, you see an M and a J. So but the reference to Mark Jacobs. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> but the f- smiley face is not a perfect circle like Nirvana's one. Also, the, the smile itself is like a wave, exactly the same. The tongue is in the same position outside the mouth. Yeah. Uh, also, black and white is are used uh, as the colors for this design. So... Saying that it's not only a resemblance, it's very visible that they are, it's very inspired. <laughs> yes. In Nirvana's Inspired design. to that case that they're, they're using also instead of Nirvana that you could, the Nirvana uh, word, word as you could see together with the smiley face, uh, they use in a similar font the word heaven. Yeah. Uh, used on these t-shirts that were offered, uh, yeah, presented by Mark Jacobs in this collection. So yeah. Nirvana was not really happy about that. No, Nirvana nowadays is a company, Nirvana LLC, and actually they contacted uh, Mark Jacobs International LLC and asked them to stop using their happy face design. And, uh, well... Nirvana claims that they didn't get any answer and they they didn't really they tried possible negotiations with Mark Jacobs and that didn't go anywhere. So they ended up in court. And the case we're actually going to discuss is um a case in the court of California between the uh, plaintiff would be Nirvana and the defendants are Mark Jacobs International, but also some trading companies that were selling the products. Yes, it's funny enough that you, if you Google Mark Jacobs uh, Nirvana collection, you can still find and see these t-shirts on very famous uh, e-commerce platforms that you cannot buy them. They are all either sold out or unavailable. Uh, but uh, still, uh, some of these uh, retailers also appeared as parties in this lo- uh, yeah. lawsuit. So if you want to see a comparison of these two designs, we have it available on our website, ipovercoffee.com. So come and check it out, please. <laughs> so so uh, Nirvana didn't, get, didn't have any agreement to use this smiley face in the Mark Jacobs collection. No, not in this case. And actually, that's why it's interesting because um, Nirvana was claiming two things mainly in this case. was One was the copyright infringement and the other one was uh, trademark infringement under Californian common law because they didn't register this design as a trademark. It's considered as an unregistered trademark. What is unregistered trademark? So that is, is a, it something that everyone can use or is something specific for the US? So it depends on the jurisdiction. For example, within the European Union, we register everything, but Germany have unregistered trademarks too. Okay. Oh. Uh, so basically it's a, a trademark 
And with a trademark, we mean it's a mark that actually shows who is behind that mark mm -hmm. to offer you the origin of that product. So everyone, when everyone recognizes that this specific logo or even word is associated with a specific company, right? Exactly. That's the objective of a trademark. So in this case, uh, well, it's very common and it's always recommendable to register your trademarks if you're going to use them in commerce. Because it gives you certain protection if mm -hmm. someone wants to use your trademark and it's not your company. But in this case, well, in the United States, you have this option of unregistered trademarks. And there are many famous unregistered trademarks and they are protected under common law of All that right. jurisdiction. And this is what they are claiming. That's the second part of the case. And we will focus mainly on the copyright. But... Yeah, copyright is very interesting because uh, here this creative... Um, expression of their happy face that was made, as Nirvana says, by Kurt. It was created by Kurt Cobain in 1991 and was uh, used everywhere on the posters of Nirvana to get more media attention. Um, that was specifically also used, the, some references of Nirvana and Kurt were used by Mark Jacobs in the marketing of this new campaign, of the yeah. fashion campaign. Now you cannot find this page <laughs> on the Mark Jacobs website, but in the internet archive, you can still see uh, the use on the official website, ref specific references to this musical group. Um, and the grunge yeah. environment, right? That was yeah, the idea. Yeah, yeah. That was, he was claiming that he was inspired in this kind of environment inspired but could they he just copy and just use this uh, happy face without asking Nirvana to do that well that's what actually the case tried to discuss because um, so the case goes and discusses like uh, if the copyright was original or if their ownership was correct because that's what a defendant would do in a case like mm -hmm. this is first of all to have a copyright protection in the United States you need to have an original copyright and an owner and valid copyright so that's what they will kind of go do against need, do you need a certificate to prove that or not so uh, the thing is that uh, in the United States you don't need a registration of a copyright as a condition to own the copyright. But is it also for other countries, right? That's also in other yes, countries yeah. because under Berne Convention, you don't need formalities. Berne, Conver Berne Con Convention, sorry, is an international agreement and pretty much all countries are a member of this. And it establishes that you have a copyright from the moment you create that copyright or you publish that copyright. Yeah. Um, a copyright, if you yeah, may yeah. be wondering what it is, is a creation, an artistic creation... So perhaps any that is original. Or, uh, any original creation by an author. Yes. Mm -hmm. So this includes text, pictures, films, many types. And sculptures. also the, log the logos that are becoming... Because it's a design. Yes, yeah. that's true. So it's an artistic creation. So in this case, yeah. But if you want to start civil actions of infringement in the United States, then... This country, this jurisdiction requires you to have a registration in the U.S. Copyright Office of that yeah. copyright. That's the only, it's a very specific thing for United States. All right. So you, so if you want to start a legal action in courts in the U.S., then you need to have a certificate to prove that you're a copyright owner, right? It's a prerequisite. Prerequisites, yes. yes. <laughs> Otherwise, you cannot claim all these millions of damages well, that we hear from the news. If we go into if you really need the registration or not to prove ownership, 
no, you don't need it for proving ownership, but that's really in-depth legal analysis. But basically, if you're going to work in the United States and your protection could be copyright, get your copyrights registered. It's not very expensive. I understand that if you have a thousand songs, maybe you don't want to register mm-hmm. all of them. But register those that are the most important. Yeah, at least your, the logo that you will use. If well, it's... if it's a logo and you're going to use it as a logo, trademark. Yes. <laughs> register as a trademark. But yeah, minimum, what minimum, yeah, to have a copyright is cheap. It's not too expensive. And it is also possible to get such a copyright uh, certificate in other countries, for example, in China, also in other countries Japan. like Japan, Russia, you can have such a copyright registration, not as something that to prove the copyright, but just uh, as a good evidence that you are indeed a copyright owner. But of course, we are all um, having a good trademark in the, all the countries where you're going to operate. This is a must. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the good thing of copyright is that you can actually prove that you are the owner of a copyright uh, without having to register it everywhere. But if you're going to work a lot in the United States and you may be facing legal issues or situations like this it's always good to register so let's go to the case and let's just very quickly go through what the court said um so in this case the first cause of action was the copyright infringement and they discuss um if the um, the happy face from nirvana was actually created by Nirvana members and when it was created and if it was created Mm -hmm. for that t-shirt because they registered a t-shirt with the happy face on top and uh, Mm -hmm. they on top of the happy face uh, it was the word Nirvana as mentioned by Elena before and in the back there were uh, concerts if I'm not mistaken you can see the picture on our website ibovercoffee.com and um the interesting part here is that later, when it got in the appeal, a third party show up. Yes, that's the most interesting one. That's a recent development because the court, the case started two years ago, uh, approximately, uh, and the new parties showed up just uh, this year. And um, that new party is Robert Fisher, the former creative director, right, of this of this group, and he claimed that it was him, not not Kurt, who created this happy face of Nirvana, the famous design. So let's see if those uh, facts are considered as proven, (laughs) because it might change a bit the case, because Because, it can change uh, who is actually the owner or not of the happy face in principle. Mm -hmm. Maybe it could well be considered as Nirvana, and I think probably will go that way because we'll consider it as um, work... um, for for hire for hire uh, yes so someone created something uh, within the company so this this uh, then the creative work belonged to the company yes so for example if I work for Nirvana right now mm-hmm. the company Nirvana and I create a specific artwork for a new T-shirt mm-hmm. the copyright will not belong to me would belong to Nirvana because they are hiring me for making that work. All right. That has to be established yeah. in the contract. If there was not a contract, they'll have to see how things, so yeah, what belongs to who. So that's becoming a bit more complicated, but also interesting. But that's very common in the music industry, especially when music bands are starting. They don't put things in writing. Yes, that's a common mistake for all creators. We strongly advise you to 
put this and write. Even if it's just in an email, that's enough. Divide the work, divide the ownership, decide who owns what. So yes, also for startups, not only for music bands, but sometimes it's better to have things written in advance and not having issues in the future. <laughs> yes, that's definitely. So to sum up the case and uh, a few tips from our side. Let's sum up the case first. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, yeah, the court of California found that the, um, the design from Mark Jacobs was infringing Nirvana's copyrights because they made a comparison, the legal background, I will save you from that. But basically they compared and they could see that, yes, it was That's the same happy face, course. just changed a word and the X eyes. Eyes, but eyes, yeah. The, yeah. But the, the overall impression is, is, is exactly the same. Exactly the same, yes. Same background, same color, same everything. Also, they were trying to use that environment of the grunge and the Nirvana style for their publicity. So mm -hmm. yeah, it was very, very clear that the inspiration was more than inspiration, was actually taken from. <laughs> yep. uh, there was a second case, well, a second cause of action that is about the uh, trademark claims. And well, in, in this case, it was very clear also, they considered that the unregistered trademark, mm -hmm. yes, was infringed. Uh, Nirvana was used uh, was using this um, design of the happy face for more than 25 years, and everyone understands mm -hmm. that this, um, this happy is face a, belongs yeah, to this them. This is a reference uh, to them. So if you see a sure. T-shirt with this happy face, you mean that you like Nirvana, you know who Nirvana is mainly, even if now it's so much into pop culture that some people wear those T-shirts without really knowing the group. But still, guys, listen to the music. It's really cool. <laughs> so this, in this case, Mark Jacobs was not really right when copying the design uh, and not asking for permission from the copyright owner. The case is still in the appeal, so we will have here more news in the future, especially interesting with this new person stepping in. Uh, so more news to follow. Mm -hmm. So what tips can we get from this case? I think we can get very interesting tips. What would you say first, uh, Alena? The first tip is please don't use someone else's work without permission. Yeah, <laughs> this is very obvious, but this is not okay. But especially when you, even if you have an oral agreement or you were talk to, talking a bit about that, still you need to have a clear permission to use someone's someone's creations. Yeah, and that brings the second tip, which is put things on writing. So even if you are creating a small thing, music or a podcast like this, put things on writing because it's going to save you some headaches in the future. What else would you recommend? If you want to have more legal protection for your creations, uh, consider registering your logos, for example, as trademark. This is a very strong protection, especially in the countries where you're going to have business. Yeah, basically, if you're making business in the United States or in any country in Europe or any country in general, it's worth it to register your trademark. If you're yep. making money with that logo, register that trademark. Yeah, we, we will protection. talk more uh, more about trademarks in our other episodes. Mm -hmm. Please uh, follow our podcast in the future. And about the uh, copyright. 
if you are going to work in the United States, this is also worth consider considering registering your corporate um, and obtaining a certificate. Yeah, so the registration of copyrights in the United States is very easy. You can actually do it online with the copyright, with the U.S. Copyright Office. So do it. Yes. <laughs> Have it <laughs> and save all the certificates in your files. So, yeah, I think this was a very interesting case, especially for everyone who is in the creative industries. Yes. So please, guys, if you like it, let us know your feedback. We would love to hear about you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Maria. Thank you, Lena. Thank you for listening to this episode. We share our notes on our website, ipovercoffee.com. Check it out if you want to learn more. You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram as ipovercoffee. By the way, this podcast gives general information and cannot be considered as legal advice. Did you like this episode? Please subscribe and leave your feedback. We would love to hear from you. New episode next Monday. <laughs>